Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Trent Dawson's going to be Chris Barsby's first on Mobile Rolling. And Chris joins us. Good morning, Chris. Steve, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. And Trent's online. Trent, good morning. Hi, Chris. How are you? I'm really well. We go back to Albion Park Saturday night. It's another big program. 11 races this weekend. A couple of features as well. The Changeover Classic, the first two-year-old feature for the season. The other highlight is going to be the uh, Australian Pacing Gold Consolation. This is a Group 2 $50,000 event, and you're set to play a role in both of these races. But I want to start with the two-year-old feature, the Changeover Classic. For real life is your runner. He's a son of four a reason. He looked pretty sharp on debut, running second behind Hold On To Your Blink. How do you rate this guy? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a really big fan of his, Chris. Um, I thought he was I thought he was pretty good on debut, but um, to be fair, I, I, I was disappointed in, in my drive. I, I think I sort of let him down a little bit. Um, you know, he's sort of probably a little underdone going into the run. He should have had a trial. He'd, he'd only sort of had the one, um, which was eight weeks prior, and it was at Marburg. They went 2-6, you know, so... Um, I was a bit disappointed. I sort of let him run a bit too hard. Like uh, I think he probably he he probably shouldn't have got beat that day. Um, but that being said, probably if he'd have, if he'd have had a run a, a trial somewhere you know more recently to that run, he probably would have, would have been all right too. So I'm I'm pretty hopeful of him on Saturday night. I, I think he's I think he's a bit above average. So um, yeah, hopefully I can make make amends for it. How's he come out of that first up run then, Trent? Has he trained on well since? I was I was concerned because I, I was I was pretty disappointed that I did overdo him, but um no he's he he hasn't given any sign that it, that it slowed him down whatsoever. He, his work's been really good since it, and um you know he just he just wanted more food after it. He he's been sort of you know probably would have knocked knocked that that scenario would have knocked around most sort of you know three or four year olds, but he just seemed to um, take it in his stride. He's bucking around the paint the next day and. Um, yeah, he, he sort of got a bit of a thirst for work, so hopefully he's um yeah hopefully he's gonna gonna go up another another notch on Saturday night. It'd be nice. He's got a bit of style about him, this horse. Uh, as I said, it's kind of for a reason. Uh, lovely big upstanding type. Looks like he takes a nice big stride. So uh, and he ranks as a half brother to Tightrope, a horse that we know well here in Queensland. He was with the Dixon Stable and knocked out winning a lot of races. So he's he's got a bit going for him. Yeah, I I really like him. I, I've loved him from sort of day one. Um, you know, he sort of broke in nice and just done. He's done everything with ease. He, he was probably uh, we got a little bit probably mixed up when the floods came and that, and we were ready to go. And probably not many of the other horses were ready to go. So we sort of give him a bit of time off, and then he got a bit of a virus, and um, it probably yeah leading to that first start last week. It, it probably ended up being a bit rushed more so than it was going to be if it had been you know two months prior, but. Um, I, I think he's sort of made up for it now. He's, he's yeah, he's looking looking fantastic and carrying his weight well. And um, yeah, I think he, I think he's, you know, he should have, he should have a pretty good year. Hopefully, you're a young man with a young family. Uh, reading into the name of this guy, uh, the, the kids are fans of the uh, the, the show Bluey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we um, it's a, it's a bit of a ritual for us uh, of a night time. Uh, we we sit down and watch our Bluey, and um, yeah. It's uh, hopefully he does be a bit for real life for us. It'd, it'd be nice. Well, the giveaway was the other one that you tried the other day, Dollar Bucks. I, as soon as I saw that name, I thought, I know where we're going here. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see what um, what, what shows the flavour of next year's one. We have the next lot of horses come through to be named. Yet we sort of we don't hide much from from anyone, I guess, do we? <laughs> now it's uh, it's it's hard to line this race up on Saturday night, as I mentioned. First feature juvenile race of the season, so it's hard to get a a real grip on the form. Barrier five initially. Uh, what were your thoughts when you when you learned of the barrier draw? Oh, I mean, probably. To be to be honest, I, I really haven't thought about the race too much just yet. Um, it, you know, at least four and five, you sort of you're not you're not rushed, you're not panicked on any decision you make. Sort of you, you sort of lead your own your own future a bit, whether you want to go forward or you don't want to go forward. So, so that that's one bonus from being there. Not that I think it would would have worried him if he'd have drawn one. That we'd have taken that. But um, you know, these young horses like that, you draw one or two, you know, you sort of you're sort of dictated to a bit by the horses outside you. Whereas at least we don't have that now. So. If we decide we want to dictate, we sort of get to to make that that early speed if we want to, or we or we get to back off it if we want to. So um, yeah, we we got a few options available to us, and to to be honest, I, that that's one one thing that you know disappointing about his first start. I, I didn't have to drive him that way because he's he's got pretty wicked speed. So um, you know he he hung in there really tough too. So he, he's quite um he, he's got a little bit of a Bit of bit of a string to his bow, but um, just a matter of which way we go on on Saturday night. I'm not quite sure yet, and I just I just tried to leave that up to um, yeah, go a bit get a bit closer. Maybe the owner or the trainer can can tell the driver what to do. I don't know. <laughs> okay, well that that is going to be a uh, a very exciting race, no doubt about it. As I mentioned, we've got that Group Two feature, the APG four year old Consolation. Was there any temptation about taking Love Your Work to Sydney for a crank at the Big Dance? Oh yeah, it would have been great to go down there. Like we were pretty, we were pretty close, and and we were pretty, we were, we were keen enough to go. You know, like they're obviously another step up down there. I, I don't think we were going to be racing for for the larger checks, but it would have been a would have been a nice trip to go down for. Um, in in the end, it was probably you know it, it'd be it'd be lovely to win it here where it is, and um, you know we just had a few question marks whether he'd really like to travel or whatnot, and um, you know given the fact that. You know, it's probably a bit unfortunate. You have the, you have too many options. You know, you get spoiled for choice because without the option of the race here, you're definitely, you're on, you're on your bike a week ago and you're in Sydney already. So, um, you know, that's that's one disappointing part. I mean, the, the positive is we get a fifty thousand dollar race here. Um, you know, which which is a pretty good chance. You know, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Despite the draw, he he just dominated his rivals, uh, scoring in the heat going. Fast time, one fifty three. You elected to give him a trial last week. What was the purpose behind that? Oh, I, I always think he's a bit better, um, you know, closer to the two weeks between runs. And I, I didn't want to push it out any further than that. Um, so I just thought I'd give him the trial and give him the hit out. It just, um, he, he always sort of raced a little bit better fresh. So, um, yeah, it's sort of tied in, tied in well that we could do that and, and hopefully now he'll um, he'll go there and be on his toes, and um, that's that's sort of how we like him. Okay, he's the class runner of the field. There's no doubt about it. And the way the barrier draw has played out here, he looks perfectly poised. Two off the second row, following out a horse that's got good gate speed as well. Yeah, yeah. Though, you know, there, there probably could be a little bit of sting early for those ones on the front row. I, I probably think the two horse um, and, and and also Andy Bella. I think I think they're probably the you know, look like the the next best two that I that I think are the main dangers, and uh, probably particularly Auntie Bella. Um, that being said, you know if they can sting a bit early, you know regardless, at some point I'm gonna 
going to have to get on my bike because, you know, the last thing I want is a, a sit, sit and sprint home. So, um, you know, I, I think they're going to they're gonna have to be pretty good to beat him on Saturday night. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, race number eight, you, you're duly represented here, and they're two key runners as well. Platinum Revolution, a recent addition to your stable, and Talent Despair, who's long been regarded as probably the stable star. They've both got wide draws here over the mile, but uh, what are the expectations? Um, well, the Platinum Revolution, she's, she hasn't been here long. Uh, we haven't really done that much to make, to make a difference. Hopefully, ho- hopefully that means we haven't made her any worse as well. Um, but no, I, th- I think she'll be there. She'll probably be better for the run, I'm sure. Um, but Pete McMullen's got that drive. And um, yeah, I-, I think she should be there about. And, and Talent Despair, well, she-, she probably, I was a bit disappointed with her last start. Um, she probably had to do a bit more work than what she, she had and it sort of found out a little bit. But uh, we-, we sort of thought she wasn't completely right then and we sort of had it checked out. And I think we've, we've fixed a few things with her and um, her-, her work this week has been, been really sharp. So it- it's sort of more... More what I expected with her, yeah, yeah, the way she was at the early three-year-old um, last year, this time last year, is sort of more how she was this week. So, hopefully, that's a pretty good sign. Have you got any big race targets for her coming up? Oh, it's, I mean, there, there's a few fillies, uh, mares races through the uh, the winter carnival up here. Um, you know, definitely the way she stepped out that first start, we'll just, you know, you just sort of think you're going to be in them. I was a bit disappointed last start, so I'd really. I really would like her to put a hand up here on Saturday night and, um, you know, just say that she's, you know, she's back to where, where I think she can be and, um, you know, really make a, make a stand to say that, you know, she's going to match it with a, the sort of more open-class mares. So um, the ball's in her, yeah. her court a little bit now. Sure. And the other runner, Airtime, he's on the backup after scoring and he went off at big odds there on Tuesday. You gave him a peach of a drive. You'll, you'll need to reproduce that because this is a tough draw, the outside of the second row, over 2,138 metres. Yeah, it's a tough draw, but as silly as it might sound, I, I think he's probably one of my best chances on Saturday night. I think he, he um, yeah, it was a good run on Saturday, on Tuesday, and he, he really wasn't a fluke. I think he's been racing well, probably under without without being noticed, um, sort of from bad draws and sort of from unlucky spots, you know. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's actually going really well, and it's, probably not an over hard race it's probably no harder than what he raced in on tuesday probably even a fraction easier so um it'll be yeah it'll be, be interesting to see what he can do all right well can you walk away with two features there on saturday night well we'll see see how lucky i am i i mean i if i'm ever going to i've probably got the horsepower to do it this week um you know we're with the way the cookie crumbles who knows but um yeah i've definitely i think i've got the horsepower to do it and they all seem well so uh, we just need a, need a little bit of luck and, um, yeah, see where, see whether we're in or not. All right. Well, you do a super job. I'm sure you won't be too far from the action. I really appreciate the time today, and we'll see you trackside on the weekend. Thanks, Chris. There's Trent Dawson joining us. So he's got some key runners there in both of those features. An obvious question that has been posed to me in recent times, where is Nathan Dawson? Uh, well, the leading driver's been on the sideline. He copped a little bit of a, uh, a holiday just uh, with a, uh, a driving infringement, but he returns to racing this Saturday night. He couldn't have picked a better time to return because he's got some key drives here on the weekend. And we start with that two-year-old feature, the Changeover Classic. Nathan is down to drive Frankie Ferocious, one start, one victory, and he's drawn the ace, and he joins us now. Nathan, good morning. Good morning, Chris. You picked a good time to return. Saturday night racing, good book of drives. 
Yeah, um, you know, it's good to be back. I kind of planned it to be back for this this two-year-old classic. So, you know, we come up with a good draw. So everything's looking well so far. All right. Well, let's talk about Frankie Ferocious. What sort of opinion do you hold of this youngster? Yeah, I think he's quite a nice horse. Um, probably the best two-year-old I've driven this season so far. And, you know, I think he probably will be the best two-year-old I've driven. Um, but, you know, yeah, he, he's still learning what it's all about, but the ability is definitely there. Well, that's a big call because... You've partnered My Alderman Jacko, and as we know, My Alderman Jacko won that Group 2 feature last week, a drive that you missed owing to your suspension. So you rate Frankie above Jacko? Yeah, I do. I reckon he's uh, quite a good horse, and I think he's just going to keep getting better the more he races. So, you know, as I said, he's pretty green, so, you know, that first run is going to do him a world of benefit. He looked like he did it very easily on debut. Uh, first time under the lights as well. He was able to score, score comfortably, sub two minute time, and the form out of that race looks more than okay. Yeah, no, he did it really good. You know, he switched off a bit late when there was nothing around him, but that's just greenness. But yeah, he's got good ability, and you know, so I think it's going to take a bit of good horse to beat him on Saturday night. Gate speed with the inside draw. Uh, how, how does he sort of sit with that early pace? No, he's got good gate speed. Um, I've never actually used it in the trials or anything, but a few of the edges, he come out really quick. And uh, the best thing about him, he's got good manners and he's good gait. So, you know, it's a, it's a big help in the two-year-old races. Yeah, well, I, I was going to mention that. You wouldn't knock gate one in a two-year-old race. Just being down on the on the pegs, it's a, a big help. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't, you know, change the barrier draws. Um, when I saw barrier one, um, you know, I was pretty wrapped. What did you make of the field? Were you surprised how strong it is? Did you think it would be stronger? How do you sort of surmise this field? Yeah, no, it's a, it's a pretty good field, you know. I think um, it's quite an even bunch of horses there, and, you know, the, the draws have made it interesting as well. So it's a good bunch of horses, and I, I think the one that's the best on the night and has the best winners will probably be the one winning. All right. Well, that's Frankie Ferocious and the changeover classic. Uh, Ricky Elgin has a couple of drives for you on the weekend, and they're both key runners. Uh, girls are best. She comes up here, and she bows very good form. She's got uh, excellent numbers beside her name. Drawn two off the second row. What, do you, what what can you make of this mare here on Saturday night? Yeah, I don't know a lot about her, but her form looks pretty good coming up here. Um, you know, she's run good time, and you know, if they can do it down an angle, there's no reason why they can't bring it up here as well. He, he always has them prepared very well up here, so can't see why she doesn't run a good race. And crunch time, you know this guy really well. You've scored multiple victories at Albion Park with him. I'm sure you would have caught the run last week. Track record time, and he was he was there. It was a good run. Yeah, he was. You know, it probably wasn't the way he likes to be raced either, so... His run was good out of it, and he comes back to an easier race and a front-line draw. So over the mile, he's, he's going to run a good mile this week. Yeah, it looks like he'll lead that field, doesn't it? I would think so. He's, he's pretty quick out, and I'm pretty sure the ones inside him are probably happy to take a sit in him. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you're back in action on Saturday night. You've got that key runner in that feature, the Changeover Classic with Frankie Ferocious. Appreciate the time this morning. We'll see you trackside. Thanks, Chris. There's Nathan Dawson, so uh, fresh back into the action there on Saturday night, and uh, that's that's a good drive, Frankie Ferocious. That's a good race, that, because it's just hard to line up all the form, all these youngsters getting together and uh, 
It's going to be a good race. So we look forward to that race on Saturday night. 11 races at Albion Park on Saturday night. Let's have a look at Gloucester Park tomorrow night. Another big program coming through there in the West. And our man on the ground over there is Matty Young. He joins us now. Matty, good morning. Morning to you, Chris. Uh, we've got 10 of the best uh, at Gloucester Park tomorrow night. Uh, what stands out for you? Yeah, there's uh, one that really stands out to me. It's uh, just on a whim, though. Sort of chips in. Race nine, number three, out of something. This horse is near on unbeatable when uh, he leads, and he's got brilliant gate speed. I thought he had enough speed to be able to get around uh, the one-horse spy major who has uh, got a little bit of gate speed, but he can take a... He's probably 50 metres, takes him to wind up, and... Out of something is really quick off the gate. Out of something, last time we saw him race, he went 53 and three at Pinjarra for the mile, uh, leading, and he he did it at both ends. So um, I think he can win this race if he can get to the top. So uh, he's definitely worth a play. Race nine, number three, he was my best out of something because he can still earn and go pretty close, even if he doesn't lead. But if he leads, he'll just win. Okay, we'll take the tip there. Race nine, number three, at a something. Tell me, uh, give me your thoughts on race six, the free-for-all here tomorrow night. Yeah, look, Bolton Tin's got the good draw. Uh, we saw him have a tough time of it last start, trying to come from back in the field. Texas Tiger controlled the race over the 2,500 metres, and he just couldn't get into the event, so... Uh, the horse is drawn to his outside. Pretty much all of them, apart from while they prey, are sick kick types over the 2500 i could just see it being an indian file race and uh Volton tin looks really hard to beat so i think he should be able to bounce back to the winners list in race six okay and for the west aussies they've got representation in that big apg final on saturday night in sydney mighty ronaldo can he take this race well, he's got the versatility to be able to take the race but uh i mean it's just it's just whether it can be run to suit him and yeah, there's a lot of lot of negatives from the draw, I would say. Um, but he's got the ability to be able to win the event. You've got Ideal Dan drawn in gate three, which is probably the one that you didn't want to draw to get on speed and potentially lead. So um, yeah, it's going to be tough. Uh, Ideal Dan for mine looks pretty hard to beat, but uh, I don't think he'll be disgraced. Mighty Ronaldo, he's a horse that. Uh, in that trial, he went 151 and change. I think he's got the ability to go even quicker than that, and he just sits on speed so well. So he should get home pretty powerfully, but uh, it, it does look pretty tricky for him. Okay, that race is race number seven on Saturday night. I know you've been singing the praises of Justin Prentice for a long time now, and a few others have as well. Uh, if he can walk away with his feature, I think that certainly solidifies his spot as the, the, the best young trainer in the country. Yeah, Justin's a very good trainer. He's uh, He just has uh, his system set in place and he likes to follow through. He's just such a good trainer of two-year-olds, uh, the, the way he can get two-year-olds to the track. And um, more so, that just, it's just the educational process. Like when they go to the trials, they'll go and run 2-4 or 2-5. Like they don't, they don't go there. He knows they've got the ability already, and then it's just a process of first trials nice and steady, second trials a bit of a hit out before they go to the racetrack, and then they can go to the races and show what they've got 
because that's where the money's at. So he's just clever in that way. A lot of people uh, expose their two-year-olds and trials a little bit too early. And if you have a look at the uh, progress of Valedictorian, he is uh, probably the best one to be able to look at with that horse. Uh, his first trial, I think he got beaten 60 or sixty to 70 metres in a trial. And then uh, he qualified the following week and he went good in the trial. And then he went to the race and sat parked and went 156. So they knew the ability was there, but trials just don't matter to them as much as the races. Yep, absolutely. Matty, appreciate the time this morning. Enjoy the weekend. We'll take the tip of race nine, number three tomorrow night. And we'll chat again next week. Cheers, mate.